everyone. Welcome to episode one. Allison quit laughing at me like that. <laughs> Sorry, this just feels so weird. I might have Do to turn the video of you off. I okay. wasn't even making sound. You were I like, was just looking at your mouth. <laughs> okay, okay. We're so professional. Hey everyone, welcome to episode one of Nice to Have a Friend. I'm Lauren. And I'm Allison. Thanks for being here. This is kind of really weird. This is really weird. Lauren and I've tried to start this already and we don't really know how to start the Yeah, we've been sitting here for podcast. like five minutes going like, okay, do we go? Do we go? Should we go? What do I do? Let's go to, I'm just going to go right now. So yeah, we're finally just going and doing it and getting this podcast off the ground. Whoop, whoop. Uh, it's been a long time coming not really we've only been doing this for about a month yeah I would say I would say we're definitely on a quicker turnaround time for some people creating a podcast I feel like when I listen to podcasts people are in the making of them for like six months before they release I feel like we did it relatively fast yeah but then again we are stuck at home for the most part that's true so. so I guess we can go ahead and get into introductions I am Lauren my like, I feel like my name has to have a little bit of explanation sometimes, but um, my name is Lauren, and some people call me Lauren Grace, like my closest friends and family call me Lauren Grace. My husband calls me Lauren Grace, like religiously, so my Instagram name has always been classically Grace, <laughs> so I feel like I have a caveat to my name just because people will message me on Instagram and be like, hi, Grace, I'd love to partner with you, DM to collab, and I'm like, okay. Wow, you're such an influencer. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of that, I run an Instagram and blog called Classically Grace, and I post on the blog multiple times a week, and then I'm on Instagram stories at least every day, most most of the time, and posting photos on there, and just really talking about lifestyle, some fashion, posting about like great stuff that I find, cooking all the time, and it's just a blast, honestly. I love doing it, and I have done that since high school. Also, I just graduated from UT with my public relations degree and a business minor, and that was in May. It's a very interesting time to graduate, but thankfully, I was working at as an intern at Discovery in Knoxville. We actually have like a Discovery campus, and I was working with the HGTV department, and they extended me for a little bit after graduation but then I ultimately got hired for like a long-term part-time position with the University of Tennessee system so I'm currently there like doing communications and we are still working from home so that's been really fun well I'm Allison and I also graduated in May Lauren and I both graduated from UT from the College of Communication but I am a little different I didn't do PR I was a journalism and electronic media major and I had a business minor as well. So we did both have that in common. But I also have a blog. But mine's a little bit different than yours, Lauren. Because Lauren's very kind of... She's great. She has great style and picks good recipes. And is really helpful with all things. Like what's on trend and cool things that you can do to spice up your kitchen and your life. And I go to her with advice for that kind of stuff all the time. Mine is a little bit more, I guess... I wouldn't say it's like philosophical, but I most of the time talk about like my growth in college and things I struggled with just as far as my faith and my life and just being comfortable in my own skin. And so a lot of that is just my journey and learning to love myself. But also I feel like those things are kind of important to share 
in college because I think a lot of people are going through that and they might just not want to always talk about it. But I do talk a lot of fun things on there too because I mean I love Disney I love sports um, and that kind of goes into what I do so when Lauren was able to keep on with Discovery I had a little bit of a different turn because I worked in live broadcasting with college athletics so I kind of had my life pretty much just be put on hold in March when everything shut down so I had a lot of free time on my hands trying to you know finish school and see if sports were going to come back and then I have a job technically right now in uh college athletics again but that is very contingent upon whether we have them and right now we're scheduled to have them the sec announced their football schedule last week they're going to do a 10 game schedule five games at home five games away all in conference so that's very hopeful but also not really sure so my job plans are kind of contingent upon whether we have sports which is a little sad but also i'm hopeful because mlb and the nba are doing well so far so That's my professional plans for now, which are very up in the air. Yes, and just shout out to Allison because if you don't understand like the sports world or like her job world, her position that she is maybe going to have, probably going to get to have is a super big honor and like I'm so proud of her for getting that. Wow, that was so nice. Thanks, Lauren. (laughs) When she told me that she got that, because what's it called? Like not an internship, fellowship. It's a internship, okay. but it's just a postgraduate internship. Yes. So the best way I describe it to people is it's kind of like grad school where you can build your portfolio because if you're going into video production, you really need a portfolio more than you need like a master's. But yeah, it'll be hard to build a portfolio if I don't have access to Yeah, it like, just sounds content so to create. To be like, so. yeah, the postgrad position at the University of Tennessee, go Vols. Like you just sound so professional. <laughs> Anywho, so that's Lauren and I. That's the basics of who we are. But why in the world did we want to start a podcast? You can tell that we are kind of like out of the college experience. We're a little bit all over the place. We're kind of in this point now where we can look back on college because it's all been wrapped up in a nice virtual bow. So we can kind of like look back on it and Allison was coming she was coming over to my house like during quarantine like she like toward the end of it when we were getting like a little bit more open when everything was kind of opening up a little bit and she came over to my house like once a month or once every two or three weeks and somehow the idea of a podcast just got brought up and we were like oh my gosh that would be a great way for us to like continue being friends and continue hanging out and just make time for our friendship is at least like how I think it kind of got started. What do you think, Allison? I pretty much brought it up to you, I think, because I had a friend that was, he and I were talking about doing a podcast together. And then I think there's still, we might potentially do it, but our kind of life paths just split a lot, especially with the sports world kind of coming down and it changing his job plans and changing mine. So I, I just kept thinking about it and I was like, you know, this would be really fun. And I was looking at my blog a lot over quarantine because I talked about that a little bit earlier, but I talk a lot about like my own internal growth and stuff like that. But I don't always talk about the things I'm super passionate about and the things that I love because sometimes it's easier for that to just come out in a conversation. And I was talking to Lauren about it when I came and visited her. Like she said, we I brought a bunch of cross-stitching equipment because Lauren wanted to learn how to cross-stitch. And we were just sitting there talking about random things, everything from like Taylor Swift and cross-stitching to life. And then all of our plans changing because of this virus and trying to figure out what to do next. And I said, you know what? This has been something I've been thinking about, not just writing about, but turning into a conversation. Because I feel like there's a lot of people that 
a lot of people, especially in college age or have just graduated or just starting their careers that are probably in the same boat as us and would love to just candidly hear people talk about that experience because it's not always the positive, the fun, exciting, but we like to try and find the positive, fun, and exciting in all of it. And that's kind of, I pretty much think why we decided to start one because we know there's a lot of people out there that just need a friend, hence our title, that we'll just talk to them about life and kind of feel like they just have some people to have a conversation with in the car while they're walking whatever because that's why Lauren and I like podcasts so we thought let's give it a try we like to write we like to talk we like to create content why not do it in this form yeah we truly understand how college can be happy free confusing and lonely in the best way and one thing that me and Allison really noticed when we got to college at least this was how it was for me and I I know a couple of other people I went into college with like my small rural high school experience with making friends and thought it was going to be the same way in college. I mean, I knew it would be a little bit different, but I thought for the most part that girls would be really interested in hanging out in the dorm, watching Dancing with the Stars, making popcorn, going to the pod market and getting ice cream, reading outside. Like I thought that was going to be what girls were predominantly interested in. And girls at college were interested in that, but they also had a lot of other interests that I just wasn't that interested in. I like totally understand how everyone has a different college experience in mind, but my college experience, and I feel like Allison's and some of our friends, just we just really wanted a different kind of experience. We just wanted that feeling of like sitting on a couch with a friend chatting. And I feel like this is what this podcast is going to be. Yeah, Lauren saying that, I think that just gives a good idea of what you can expect from us. Because I mean, number one, Lauren and I are going to try our best throughout this whole thing to be very authentic and transparent about where we've been in college. Um, I would say that both of us are probably more on like the tamer side of what we like to do for fun. And that doesn't mean that we're not fun. It's just we like we have friends that kind of like run the gamut of what their interests are or what they like to do whether you like consider yourself more of a traditional like to go out or you're like us and you probably would rather be in in pajamas we don't care either way everyone is welcome here but we were just going to talk about kind of like our struggles with dealing with that but also coming into our own about oh like this is cool and that's not a big deal and that person doesn't care that I do this either but uh we just are going to try our best to be authentic about our interests and what we care about and our experiences in college. And we welcome anybody whose experiences were different than us. Yeah, I feel like this podcast will be super good because I feel like our experience with college is the little bit less talked about experience of what girls in college can expect. Because I know just when I was like on my study abroad trip, living with other girls from college for the first time, when people found out that I like didn't enjoy going out and I didn't like karaoke night. Um, I remember one girl being like, what do you do for fun? And I was like, lots of things. I have fun every day of my life, staying in, reading, making popcorn, baking. And I feel like that'll be really good to just like chat about that kind of stuff. You should have said that you like to clean baseboards and watch paint dry. Yeah. I know. That's what I should have said. That really <laughs> happened, though. That On my study abroad trip, I know. someone was like, what do you do for fun? Have you guys ever seen that meme? And it's like a Barbie, and she has on a beret, and it says, when girls in college go study abroad, and she says, oh, wee oui, wee, oui, a baguette. That 
<laughs> I send that to Lauren every time I see it because yeah. she talks about her study abroad trip a lot, but I also love her for it and don't actually care. But she brought it up and I started laughing. I had to bring it up in our first <laughs> podcast episode, Allison. What did you expect? I'm not cultured. I did not go on a study abroad trip. I wish that I had. There was one in Ireland that I really had my eye on, and then I wasn't confident enough of myself at the time to do it. But maybe I wish we I can have now. a study abroad episode. Maybe so. Maybe we can actually go abroad and when coronavirus yeah. ends <laughs> that's our 10-year plan our 10-year plan maybe the travel industry will still be cheap in like five years and then we can actually go somewhere yeah um some other things you can expect from us is laughter lauren and i like to laugh at ourselves even though we're sharing a lot of stuff on here it could be highs and lows we're definitely gonna have fun this is not a place where we're gonna come and be solemn no that's not how lauren and i are we revel <laughs> in our like embarrassing moments we literally will bring them up over and over again like to each other when we're having conversations alone so we definitely don't shy away from like <laughs> the embarrassing like funny just cringy stuff that happens to us in everyday life and then lastly i think you can expect a difference of opinion on a lot of things lauren and i share a lot of big things in common like our faith a lot of our values and kind of the way that we like to hang out but we're also pretty different people. Uh, for starters, Lauren is married and I am single. Lauren is in PR and I work in journalism. Lauren is an Enneagram 9 and I am an Enneagram 1. And also, if you don't understand what that means, don't worry about it. We will reference it a lot, but we'll help you along the way if you don't know what the Enneagram is. Uh, but we also have a lot of different passions. So would you like to share a couple of your passions with the listeners, Lauren? Yeah, so anyone who knows me in real life knows that my number one passion, if like anyone was going to say like, oh, you know my friend Lauren, and then someone was like asking for a couple of descriptors of like who it was. Well, first of all, they probably say my Southern friend, Lauren, because that happened to me multiple times at college. But secondly, they would say Taylor Swift. Like, she is my biggest passion on this earth, probably. I love her so much. I'm not just a casual fan. I'm, like, an inaugural member of the UTK Swifties Facebook page. I am... Wait, wait, pause, pause. Is that a real thing? Yes, there's a UTK Swifties Facebook page. I'm, I, I started it with my friend, Brooke. Yeah. Why have I not been invited to join it? That's the... I probably thought you were too here. full for Allison, because when it first started, you were in your, like, beginning phase of liking Taylor Swift. And now I feel like you're in a harder core phase of lacking it. So Lauren has you. definitely converted me to be a Taylor Swift fan. Also, I'm more devil's advocate on Taylor Swift because I can see her flaws where Lauren will not see her flaws. They do not exist. I see her flaws. Allison, I see her flaws. I mean, I'll banter with you back and forth about like <laughs> what it is and what it is not. But I do like see where she definitely comes short. That's but good. That's gross. Everyone does. She's human. You can see how defensive I just got there, but it's okay. I have a lot of friends who are not Taylor Swift fans at all. One of my best friends, like of 10 years, cannot stand her. So I am like super easy to get along with Taylor, like Taylor Swift haters. It's completely fine. But I'm also really passionate about homemaking, which I feel like is a really broad category but I did just get married in December and I would talk recipes and baking and cooking and like cooking ware and kitchen appliances I could talk that stuff for like 12 hours straight and not get bored at this current stage in my life so I probably won't do that on the podcast too much because that could get very boring <laughs> but that's another thing that I'm passionate about at least right now you definitely have gotten me back into baking because I always used to love doing it when I was younger with my grandmother. But as I got older, I just stopped 
baking stuff because in my head I'm like oh that's just not an efficient use of my time but over quarantine it's been nice because I've actually used some or I have some recipes saved that you've made me but I've actually gotten back into making them I actually have one that I'm sending to Lauren after this for pumpkin chocolate chip pancakes that I know she's excited about because she didn't mention this but another one of her passions is fall she loves fall and decorating for fall oh my gosh if it could be fall all year round which i actually i agree with that so uh some of mine are i love disney uh when i say that please don't roll your eyes i promise that i'm not one of the like super crazy ones like i am but it's just it's under it's underneath the surface that i did work there i did the disney college program my junior year so that has made the love increase like tenfold i love it even more now but i love disney i'm a big sports fan but college sports in general Uh, my family grew up we are big Tennessee volunteers as Lauren and I mentioned we both graduated from the University of Tennessee and I also sort of work for Tennessee athletics so it's really hard for me to not love Tennessee especially Uh, but I love college sports and I'm usually that one in the friend group that knows like way more about sports than anybody else I remember being in high school and a friend of mine she's very intelligent super smart went to a great school and will go super far in life but I remember I laughed really really hard one day when she walked up to our lunch table and asked if UNC was in the SEC I thought that was really funny but she was being serious and a lot of people don't know a lot about sports so I will tell you I don't know a ton but I realized that I know a lot more than I think I do so I can be a resident sports gal over here Um, and another thing that I'm pretty passionate about is I also really love writing and all forms of writing and reading writing so I like to read things like poetry studying things I care about like the Enneagram and just reading books in general in my free time and I also am a big movie person. So one thing Lauren and I love to do is go to the movies together. Oh yeah, I completely forgot to say anything about that. I'm glad you brought that up. No, it's okay. We, Lauren and I both love movies and we go, we haven't gone like a ton, but we try to go a lot when we can. Together, Um, yeah. She and her husband Preston are awesome about going to the movies and then they'll invite me along to third wheel with them which is a lot of fun because you guys will actually go see like oscar nominated movies because i don't have a ton of friends that will go see that kind of stuff like they will but it's if they're interested in it whereas i would just like to i just like to go exactly and the last movie we saw was jojo rabbit and i think that might have been the last movie i saw in theaters it was so good flashback that was on valentine's day my first valentine's (laughs) day as a married person and i text allison like a couple days before and i'm like hey do you want to go see jojo rabbit which is a movie about like nazi germany on valentine's day with me and my husband and allison was like are you sure and i was like yeah and she was like okay so we all just piled into the car and went to see jojo rabbit on valentine's day it honestly was that was a that was a great day and that was one of the if you think about it that was one of the last fridays before school ended forever so it was actually a really great day that it made was. it sound really sad but it was, it was i mean we day. haven't been to the movies that may have been one of the last movies we saw honestly because they have been closed this entire time so. And I, I highly recommend it. Jojo Rabbit was really, really good. And if yeah. you have HBO, it's on there right now because I just re- made my parents record it and we're going to watch it. Maybe next time we go see a movie together, we can do a podcast episode about it. Maybe so. Maybe we can just rewatch Little Women and we can talk about that. Yes. Although I will say I have recently fallen out of love with Timothy Chalamet, but that's a story for another day. Apparently he's really gross and I did not know that at the time. I just knew him as Lori from Little Women and now my reality has been deconstructed. He's Lori forever. 
So one thing Lauren and I have mentioned a couple of times already, and pretty much is the sole reason we started this podcast, is a lot of things in our lives have changed, especially since March. And I'm sure that that's true for a lot of you as well. And Lauren and I decided that to start off our podcast, we would do a season on change. I think one thing that we're really passionate about is talking about the college experience because we just went through it, but also the season of trying to start a career for Lauren and Preston, just trying to start their life as a married couple, really just going into all the things in our lives that are changing right now. And then adding the coronavirus on top of that into a world and a society that's probably going to change a lot uh, through the next couple of months and years. And so our first season here on nice to have a friend is going to be all about change yeah so we kind of like went back and forth between do do we do seasons do we do just like episodes that have no generic theme but we ultimately decided to just start with the seasons and see how it goes and we kind of want each season to have a word that encompasses everything and we're not going to stick by it's not going to have to be like every season is rigidly by the every episode is rigidly by the word for the season but we are going to kind of use it as a guide throughout each season so that you kind of know like what we're going through at the moment and this word change is the perfect way to describe what we're going through right now We know this is a reality for everyone right now. So whether you are in high school, you're about to start college, you're in college, you just finished, you're starting a career, or maybe even you kind of have that all established. This subject of change is something that relates to all of us. And I think we can agree it's one of the only constants in life. But the nice thing is you will have one other constant throughout this whole season. And that is going to be Lauren and I. And we thought that one good way to let you get to know us a little bit better than just what we do and where we went to college is to play a nice little game of talking about table topics. And so I went on the internet and scoured table topics that Lauren and I are going to answer right now to let she you went get through some really bad ones, people. I like, did. They were really found, bad. What's your favorite color? And then what's the meaning of life? And both of those are just two spectrums that we don't really need to get into right now. But we found some that we thought would be fun and would love for you to play along from wherever you're listening. Lauren, are you ready to start the table topics? Yes, I am ready. Thank you for putting in hours of research to this, Allison. I really it appreciate a lot it. Of a lot of clicking on Google links and copying and pasting, so you're welcome. All right, Lauren, would you say that you're more of an extrovert or an introvert? I would argue that I'm definitely 100% an extrovert, but I realized when I went to college that I was not as extroverted as I thought I was, because we've talked about this before, that when you think you're extroverted in high school, you get to college and you realize that there is just an entirely different level of extroverted. And I realized that I needed to be extroverted at some points, but then in college, I really found my like enjoyment of being an introvert. And I think that's kind of what this podcast is all about, like sharing in our introverted moments, for sure. I don't know if that made any sense, but... No, it does. I mean, I've always known that I'm an introvert. I can talk to people and I like being around people, but I am much better in smaller settings and smaller situations because I am better at focusing on a couple of people very intensely than a lot of people very casually. So I'm much more introverted. I see what you mean because... Like when I'm an extrovert and if I'm at a gathering and I am talking to like two people or one person only, I kind of like always have this like anxious feeling like, oh my gosh, I feel like I should be talking to a bigger group. Like I feel like I should be in a bigger group conversation because I'm at this party, but I'm only talking to two people. And otherwise you might be thinking like, 
oh, I'm so glad I'm only talking to two people. Is that kind of how it is for you? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Pretty much. It's, I don't know, it just kind of depends on where I'm at. Because if it's, like, a Lauren Grace party, I'm fine. Because you'll invite, like, ten people, but I know them all really well. So, I'm fine to talk to everyone very loudly and be very gregarious. But if I'm at, like... A typical college party I'm in I'm usually just talking to one person so that I cannot be seen and not be in the middle of all I the definitely chaos. feel that for sure that's kind of leads into the next question so at a party where can someone find you I think this is a good question for like understanding someone that is a great question Allison I feel like that's not one that I've really heard before but okay that's definitely when I saw that question I was like oh wow I am a total homemaker but if I'm at a party okay so this is a true story for me to answer this question when I went to my second and last college party in my four years at college I only what went year to was two, it senior year senior year yeah. <laughs> last semester it was like my second time ever going to a, a party and I just did like quotation marks when I said that people yes I'm like the first person one of the first people there I like went to two parties in college and both times I was there like as soon as it started which most people in college don't get there until like an hour after the official start time it was the first and last one I went to without Preston my now husband um Preston did not go with me this time I went with my friend Katie and it was for our mutual friend Hannah and she had bought um bagel bites no what are the things that aren't bagel bites but they're like pizza rolls yeah she had bought pizza rolls for her guests and she had only had out like maybe 30 pizza rolls and they were about to be all gone and I was like oh my gosh Hannah do you have any more of these and she was like yeah can you make them so her house like in 10 minutes gets packed with people there's probably like 50 people in her tiny like living room and kitchen apartment and I am like preheating the oven like elbowing my way around people with an (laughs) oven mitt on like trying to put these um what, what did you say they're called Pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. I swear I cannot remember that what those are called. This is how much of a homemaker you are. You don't even know what pizza rolls are, yeah. nor do you make pizza rolls on the table. Those are not in my fridge. But I had like um, oven mitts on, and I was like elbowing my way around people to get these like Hot Pockets preheated. No, they're not Hot Pockets. They're pizza rolls. Oh my gosh. So I'm definitely the person at the party who is restocking the food, um, making sure everyone has something to drink, constantly asking people if they need anything else, like making stuff to bring if it's not at my house. It's But it usually is. I love to host parties, and that's one thing I'm definitely missing for during COVID. See, this again at a party, where can someone find me? It just depends on like what kind of party it is. If, Like I said earlier, if it's a Lauren Grace party, I'll be in the middle hanging out, sort of being the life of the party. Because usually I know everyone that you bring over. Yeah, that's and true. Lauren has baked some wonderful food and we're usually watching something or playing a game or something and everyone's involved. And those are the best kind of parties to me because I like getting to actually spend time with everyone. If it is a traditional like what you think of party so I like you can probably count on one hand the number of times that I went to something now given I was in a sorority for two years so I've done I've at least gone to like more things than I would have if I hadn't but even then I still didn't enjoy them very much but this year in the fall I went 
to a friend of mine's house. We, a group of people that I work with would like go to trivia and then we all hung out afterwards. After like 20 minutes, I just decided, you know what, I'm gonna sit on the couch. So me and another one of my friends, I just sat down and started talking to him about life and change in the Enneagram and sort of having a philosophical discussion on the couch while other people were like drinking in the background. And I thought that that was really funny and very fitting for what I'm doing at a party, which is finding a way to sequester myself away from the noise and the chaos that would be me too at a traditional party <laughs> for sure all right the next one this one is a little bit more lighthearted. what was the last show you binge watched so the last show that i binge watched it's been two shows because i can't remember which one i watched first but the first one was dairy girls which is a comedy on netflix and i don't i don't have enough good things to say about it it's only six episodes per season and there's only two seasons right I now to watch that but it's like I think you would really enjoy it it's just teenage girls that go to catholic school and grow up in northern ireland in the 1990s I did have to do a wikipedia search because they grew up in an era called the troubles which was kind of just irish political boundary conflict about whether to stay in the uk or well like some people wanted to stay as part of the uk and okay people wanted to wait you talked about that on your blog an independent ireland i read that yes okay just a little bit because I just researched it and was really interested in it for like the day. It's not really that critical to knowing what goes on in the show, but it just helps a little bit. But it's just really funny and a goofy, fun spin on girls in high school, but they're in Ireland and there's just this broader conflict going on around them and it just shows how the small pangs and troubles of being a teenager, even though there's like all this conflict going on around you. And it's, it's, I highly recommend you could watch it all in one day. And then the other show was The Big Flower Fight, which I don't know. Have you ever seen The Great British Baking Show? Yes. Okay, it's like that, but with flowers. And they have to build topiaries and big statues out of flowers. And it's so cool. I so I love I that. recommend both that of those. That is my jam. Fun fact, one time I posted on the UTK, like, girls buy, sell, trade page. If anyone, like, knew if there was, like, a floral arranging class at UT. And I'm, like, so <laughs> embarrassed that I asked that. Because I'm surprised they don't have one with the on the ag campus or something. Well, I don't know. I was honestly like, that would be such a good class or even like a club that hosted like one night a week or a month of like arranging flowers. Or, yeah, I need to watch that. I kind of go back and forth with watching TV or being obsessed with watching YouTube videos. I feel like in the winter and mm-hmm. the fall, I watch TV like exclusively and then in the summer I feel like all I want to do is watch a 10 to 20 minute YouTube video and that's like all I have attention span for but honestly me and Preston watched um Ozark and Preston had seen the first season and I had always seen like the trailer and the like pictures on Netflix and I had been like that looks so dark like that looks like something I would not like I don't really like gory like I'm trying to think of a good way to explain. Okay, so, like, I still have not seen the Joker movie because I just don't really like things that are, like, deep, dark, and depressing. Like, I don't mind. And realistic, yeah. kind of. Yes, exactly. Like, I don't like Handmaid's Tale because it's too realistic for me. Like, it's too, this could possibly happen, and this is really dark and depressing. So, I was afraid that's what Ozark was going to be, and it is a darker show, but it has lighthearted themes, and it's in this really rural community in uh, Missouri. And I don't know. I just really loved it, and we watched it so fast, and I was so sad when it was over, honestly. 
And then when Allison, we mentioned this earlier, um, Allison taught me to cross stitch a couple of weeks ago and I picked a, a cross stitching show, like something that I wouldn't watch with my husband, but something I would watch when he was like busy or at the gym or like working on his own projects. And I picked Dead to Me on Netflix and it was pretty good. Oh yeah. I'm glad I watched that too. My brother told me to watch it and we normally don't have the same taste in shows, but I actually really liked it. I watched it really fast. It was really good. Yeah. It's a very quick show. I think each episode is like 30 minutes or something, but Preston all like jokes with me about how I watch so many like husband hating shows. Like there's so many shows on Netflix where the husband is literally like a dirt bag, like horrible <laughs> person. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I love this show. And he's like, Oh, that's so nice. But it was pretty good. There's only one season left because, I mean, have you seen it all at yeah. this point? You've watched both seasons. It makes sense because it's like, how much more could you just like yeah. interweave? Things just can't keep happening to those girls. All right. Next, what is the career highlight that you're the proudest of? Uh, but I talked about being in video production. So one thing that I would really like to do is just be able to literally edit video content on my computer but a lot of it is just storytelling so we'll use things like premiere pro or avid which is a very complex editing system that i am not very well versed in but people in my office are but uh, i got to work with a friend to tell the story of one of our athletes at tennessee who was a graduate transfer from yale and i remember thinking that that was so cool that somebody came from the ivy league to tennessee to play soccer and she was just very talented and very smart and we got to actually interview her i got to edit the video work on the sound correct everything with it we even contacted yale to get footage of her playing at yale and put it all together and when that got finished it was only like a four minute video but when it got done and then the tennessee account like tweeted it and the video went out and she got to see it and people were retweeting it and liking it and got to see it like nobody knows that I made that nobody knows that my friend and I were the ones that like edited it together and it doesn't matter that's not the point but seeing it finished was so awesome to me it was just kind of it was a reminder of this is what I'm meant to do this is the stuff that I'm good at because it's kind of like organizing chaos and then you get this really cool finished product and it just kind of reaffirmed like yeah I do love doing this I'm glad I went to school for this and I got to do it a couple more times this year before the virus hit and that was just a lot of fun every time you get to tell somebody's story and then you're doing all that editing late on your computer at night and then somebody sees it and they're like wow that was so good you're like yes this was all worth it so that was probably mine. I feel like you should put chaos organizer on your name badge that you wear, like when you go into work. <laughs> chaos. Maybe. Allison Paris, chaos organizer. That might make me better to hire after the coronavirus is done. Seriously. Because there's going to be a lot of chaos. That would so be a pretty funny like title on your resume, honestly. Okay. Mine would probably be when I worked at HGTV. Um, I would watch episodes, like, every week to screen for, like, possible, like, big moments in the show that People.com or, like, HouseBeautiful.com would be interested in. And one show that they, like, usually liked accepting clips from was Hometown with Ben and Aaron Napier. 
So I watched a ton of hometown episodes and one time I identified a clip and then pitched it to, well, my boss like pitched it to people.com after I pitched it to her and they picked it up and they wrote a story about it and my name was like nowhere near that. Like it had nothing to do with me once it got to like people.com, but just seeing them pick it up after like wording that I had said about it and everything was on there was just super cool. And then if I had to pick one from my current job, we just have, we have this like mural campaign where we go around Tennessee and paint like everywhere you look UT on barns and like billboards and buildings and everything. And I wrote a press release about two that we just had and it got picked up by a couple different news outlets and they printed it verbatim and that didn't have my name on it either, but it was just really fun to see that like out in the open with something that I had written. I guess that's kind of the story of working in fields that are just content-driven. Yeah. It's just, it's exciting because nobody knows that you did it, but you know you did it, and then you're like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> on the inside. Absolutely. Nobody really cares. <laughs> but it is really fun to see something that you made. It really is. I feel like I, I want to print everything off and keep it in a folder, like, for the rest of my life, even when it's a really small thing. <laughs> we paid a lot of money to be able to do this, Allison, so we should. <laughs> All right, and our last table topic question for today is which fictional character do you relate to the most okay Allison that one's like a little bit harder than the other ones that you picked because it's such a broad question because I feel like other times when I see questions like that it's like which Harry Potter character do you relate to the most which Disney princess do you relate to the most but this one was so broad so sitting here just thinking about it right now I feel like in this season of life I really relate to Meg from Little Women. I feel like her like aspiration of being a wife and like being a good wife and like having this home that she really respects. I feel like that is what is my current like situation right now. And she was like the trusty sidekick to Joe, her like rambunctious friend who is like always out doing crazy things. And I feel like I have a little bit of both of them in me, but I definitely feel like more Meg in this season of life. And then also, I feel like if I had to pick like what my younger self would have been like, I know that's not part of the question, but another thing that just came up to my mind was Anne of Green Gables, which I don't know if anybody is like that familiar with that book. I feel like it used to be a big thing, but honestly, I feel like nobody really knows about it anymore. Do you know about Anne of Green Gables? My mom loved it, but I do not know anything about okay, it. Okay, I am obsessed with Anne of Green Gables, but I feel like if I had a little bit of her in me in my childhood, for sure. If I wish you knew more about her so we could talk about it, but she definitely, I can see like how I was as a kid in her I feel like that's a lot funny that you said Little Women, because I really thought about saying Joe, but I'm like, I'm... I'm not going to do that because I do see a lot of myself in Joe. But when I think of who I am, I, I picked two people. So the first, if we're going with our television fictional characters, I am a hybrid of Ben Wyatt and Leslie Nope from Parks and Recreation. Yes, I, you are. You really <laughs> I used are. to be much more Leslie. In high school, I was much more Leslie because I was much more idealistic and very concerned about making everybody else happy. But now I have shifted into more of a Ben Wyatt. Uh, again... Enneagram 1, 
I am a type one. I think that Ben is very similar to me and that he's very awkward and makes weird puns and he's very detail oriented, but he gets the job done and you can rely on him. But he also sometimes is too rigid for his own good and needs people to help him have fun. Like when Tom and Donna take him to treat yourself day and he cries and then buys his Batman outfit because he just needed someone to help him have fun, which is kind of what you are for me. Most of my friends are people that help me get out of my own way and have fun. So that's why I picked... I can totally see you making like a Cones of Dunshire (laughs) game or something else. I can see you getting so passionate about something and like totally making it an actual thing. So the podcast and also that's a very big compliment. Thank you for thinking I have the mental capacity to create a board game. And then the other person I thought of is in books, in the book sphere. So I've decided that if I were to be a book character, I'd probably be Neville. And here's the reason why. Neville is brave. He should be a Hufflepuff. Two, he's not very sure of himself most of the time, but he stands up for what he thinks is right. Like when he tells Harry, Ron, and Hermione that they should get back into the house so that they do not get more points taken get away from them at the end of the Sorcerer's Stone. Get back into the house, Stone. Allison. I love What's how it? you the just common said room. that. Get back the into the house, room. Harry. I really thought about this in the common room, and then they like petrify him or whatever, and then he can't move, and then Dumbledore gives him points, you know? Uh, and then two... He's not always sure of himself, and I'm not always sure of myself either, but when the moment counts and it really matters, he will kill the last Horcrux basilisk snake thing and save the day and help out all of his friends, and I feel like that is me. So I may not always be sure of myself, but I step up when it counts. Wait, did you say that Neville shouldn't be a Gryffindor? Did you say he should be a Hufflepuff? I feel like he should be a Hufflepuff. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that, Allison. I am a Hufflepuff, and I feel like Neville is a total Gryffindor. I'm a Hufflepuff too, but he's brave, but he just, I feel like he's very loyal. I know, and and he's very good at herbology, which is like the Hufflepuff thing. I just, I know what you're saying. I do think he's a Gryffindor. His end character arc makes sense that he's a Gryffindor, but it takes like seven books to get there. Also, he could be the chosen one, so maybe he should be Gryffindor. Okay, and just to play devil's advocate, he doesn't kill a basilisk. That's what Harry kills. Okay, I know, but just for fact-checking, Allison, the Basilisk is in the second movie, and that's a different thing, but it's okay. I feel really ashamed of myself that I said that instead of just snake. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to shame you, but then I also wanted to be, like, factually correct in our You're podcast. You're right. He doesn't kill the Basilisk. Ba- I can't even say the stupid name. The Basilisk. I know. Just forget that word. He kills Voldemort's snake. The snake. If that ruins yes. the books for you, I'm sorry. You're like 10 years too late. I <laughs> yeah. It's past the point you of have known. like having a spoiler alert. It is past that point. Oh, man. Those were our table topics discussions for today. Do you feel like people got to know us a little bit better, Lauren? I sure hope so. I mean, that was like pretty telling of our personalities, honestly. We tell a lot of stories. We laugh at each other a lot. And we both come from like different sides of the same coin wait is that even the right phrase yes because there's only two sides to a coin (laughs) okay you guys know what i mean (laughs) wow i cannot believe that we just recorded our first episode of nice to have a friend this makes it feel so real we already recorded the trailer like a couple weeks ago but this was like whoa it's here yeah and i think one thing that lauren and i are glad for is to have episode one out of the way because it's very interesting to i don't know have a conversation with yourselves but we're really excited for when you get to hear this Uh, it'll probably be a couple weeks because we're waiting to get our podcast officially verified but when you listen to this we will be verified ready to go and we'll be having episodes coming out every week 
till the end of our season in the spirit of our table topics discussion we are going to post our last table topic that lauren and i just talked about on our instagram we are on instagram at nice to have a friend pod all just that's it no spaces no nothing really simple and our question is going to be which fictional character do you relate to the most we would love if you would go over there give us a follow and then comment on our post join our community and that way we can just start interacting with you and catch up with who's listening along with us yeah that's gonna be so much fun i can't wait to see what people say but it would also help us out so much if you are listening on the apple podcast app if you could give us a review and just let us know what you like about our podcast if you're super excited for more episodes if you are just really vibing with our podcast we would love for you to review us on that app that would be so helpful and if you want to rate us and rate us five stars lauren and i will give you five stars somehow (laughs) maybe like we'll mail them to you i don't i don't know but please go rate us five stars and like she said give us a review because it helps us be found a lot easier and we can connect with more people that way make sure you tune into the next episode of nice to have a friend to listen to us discuss changing our expectations and how we have dealt with that process in the past few years thank you guys for listening to our very first episode of our podcast we are so happy to have you here Tune in for our next one, and we hope this podcast reminds you it's nice to have a friend. Bye, everyone. Bye.